By definition, an antenna is a metal whip designed to receive and transmit radio signals within a given area. It's BS in the Morning on KSLQ and Westplex 107.1. It is BS.show, and yes, I am sorry for the technical problems. We're on, Shelly. Can you believe it? It's a little too late to be sorry. <laughs> Listen to you. A little too late <laughs> to be sorry. I have to tell some interesting stories this morning. It may be interesting to no one other than me, but I had a strange thing that happened to me last evening, matter of fact, which is one of these crazy things where... Last when? Last night. I don't know how in the world this happened, but it was sort of strange. Okay? But it's this weird story. Okay? I'll, so I'll, are you going to tell it? I'll tell it later. Okay. First off, what happened to the snow we were supposed to get Saturday night? The snowmageddon? Yes. And now there's... That we have five loaves of bread and well, now, seven gallons of milk? Now they're saying, what, it's Wednesday? Four to six inches of snow? Wednesday, you hear this now? Isn't that what she you said? Know, we're under a winter, winter how storm. How can you actually tell what, what a woman is going to do from, from moment to moment? You can't. What's that supposed to mean? <laughs> are, you, are you dissing on yourself? No, I'm dissing on the weather. The weather's a woman? Yeah, Mother Nature. Hello. I don't think we can call her Mother Nature anymore. I think she's well, gotta, I call her Mother I think Nature. She's she be will always be Mother Nature to Unisexual me. or transsexual. Mother, Mother, Mother. Well, nature, nature, nature. You know, I never thought about that. We can't call her Mother Nature anymore because she's a non-birthing, a non-birthing person. She's not a mother. She's, she's not a person. She's a birthing person. She's, she's a mother. She's a birthing person. idea of someone. This thing's gotten so crazy. Okay. It really it's so ridiculous. Anyway, go on. I'm By sorry. the way, there's a new game show that starts matter of fact Wednesday. It's on, called Name This Woke. No, it's called it's called <laughs> Where Will They Find the Next Confidential Secret Documents of Joe Biden's? Oh, where did they find them now? More again in his house. <laughs> where were these in the um Who knows? Um, you, the know, loo? you know what look, here's the interesting part of this. He went after Trump. He was on 60 Minutes talking about how it was despicable or something like that. That It's terrible. Deplorable. Right, deplorable, whatever the heck he said. And guess what? (laughs) You know, that's that's PR lesson 101, okay? Don't ever make comments about your competition if you don't know you are absolutely positively clean as a whistle. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I do. Because they're going to throw it right back at you, which now I heard an expert over the weekend say, there's no way there's going to be able to, they're going to be able to prosecute Trump on these documents because of the fact that they'll go, then they go like no hold on a minute now how come I get prosecuted and he doesn't because they did the exact same thing you know what I mean and and now they're saying some of the documents that that they got from from his house over the weekend were from when he was in the Senate and he hasn't been a senator since 2000 and what 2008 because he was uh. he was a senator, uh, you know, right before he became vice president, and he became vice president. He got elected in two thousand eight, so technically two thousand and nine, because that's the, you know the elections always in the even years, and they actually take office in the odd years, odd years. So he hasn't been he hasn't been a senator for what fourteen years now. It's been a minute. Thirteen, fourteen years, something like that. Oh man, you know, <laughs> and and by the way. There's banks. I don't know if you know this or not. There's banks that are now cooperating with Chevrolet dealerships around town. Have you heard this story? No. You don't have to go to the bank anymore to rent a safe deposit box. You just go to a Chevrolet dealer, and they just hide it in the trunk of the of the Corvettes. <laughs> so funny. You buy a Corvette, and there's a secret apartment in the Corvette that you can hide your documents in. So. 
You know, when we bought our house, they said that there was like a secret safe in the house. Yeah. We've lived here 30 years and still can't find it, so it must be very secret. Is it like behind a wall or something like that? I don't know. Is it in the basement? You That's got, not where they said. Where'd they say it was? But we've, we've torn the basement apart no, and No, no, no. Did they tell you? They give you a hint? Well, it's in the no. closet or something like that. No. You've never been able to find it? No. Who told you there was a secret safe in your house? The realtor. Well, did, didn't you say, okay, where is it? And did she say, oh, it's, a, mean, se- it's a secret? <laughs> yeah, it's a secret. We'll talk about that right. later. We can't tell I'm you like, where it is. I'm like, have you been talking to Brad Hildebrand? It's a secret. We don't know where we it's at. We clearly can't have a conversation. So, so one day she says to you, oh, by the way, there's a secret safe in your house. Yes. <laughs> uh, so that's what it was. It was just, she just said that. And didn't you say, well, where is it? Well, I... I was so enthralled about getting the house because yeah. it's yeah, it's it's a very pretty house, right? And, but I just, Brad, you know me. I don't think of stuff right off the bat. I just even thirty years ago, I okay. I what didn't. if she would have said, "Hey, by the That's way," actually not true. I was actually very uh, spot on when I was younger. What if she would have said, "Hey, by the way, there's somebody buried in your basement. We think it might be Jim Jimmy Hoffa." Wouldn't she say, "Like what?" There's a bu- there's a body in our basement. Um, I I <laughs> you, actually you have to think don't about think that. I would say anything except for honey, let's go. <laughs> but you already bought it. <laughs> <laughs> you already signed for it. It's, I'm like, it's well, yours. Wh- where you, is it? Because the, the only keys. hole in the in the basement is the sump pump. <laughs> well, they put it under the concrete. You have to chop up the concrete oh. someplace. And you need to get Geraldo Rivera over there to take take a look at for that secret save. Abs- or Sally. Remember, Sally Jesse. remember that show. Remember that show where they uh-huh. did the live thing. Where for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, this has probably been what 20, 30 years ago. Oh, it's been more than that. Where they had this deal with Geraldo Rivera. They found it was a house or some building where Al Capone used to live. Yeah. And they found a safe. And it was dated, you know, they, they had some expert, oh, that safe is like built in 1922. So they're thinking, oh my God, it's Al Capone. There's money in that safe. There's, maybe there's, there's jewelry, there's diamonds, there's, there's, there's guns, there's, there's, there's secrets of, of people that, that he blackmailed and stuff like that. And they had the big thing and they opened up the safe and it was empty. <laughs> Cobwebs. It was empty. Cobwebs and crickets. Oh, let me, hold on, when was that? Let me see if I can find that real quick. Uh, uh, Harald G. You know his real name is George Rivers. Did you know that? I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. Honest to God, his real name is George Rivers. So they renamed him Geraldo Rivera. You know, it suits him well. Geraldo Rivera, R A V E R A, Geraldo Rivera. Safe. Let's see what comes up. Um, mystery of Al Capone's vaults. Wikipedia. Wow, nineteen eighty-six. Yeah, I didn't think it was. Yeah, it was more than that. The Mystery of Al Capone's Vault is a two-hour live American television special that was broadcast in syndication April 21st, 1986 and hosted by Geraldo Rivera. It's centered in the live opening of a walled-off underground room in the Lexington Hotel in Chicago, once owned by noted crime lord Al Capone, which turned out to be the empty ex- empty except for debris. 30 million viewers watched, making it the highest-rated syndicated special in history. Rivera had an inadvertently launched a no-news form of news, where instead of reporting on news, entire programs were about possible and hypothetical news, including, in this case, news channel counting down and hyping an upcoming news event like a presidential briefing. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, 
distributed by Tribune. I don't know if they're in the TV business anymore. And a Tribune owned the newspapers. I think he's known WGN in Chicago as well, too. Uh, anyway, it goes in the whole thing. He was born, Capone was born in 1899. Wow. Oh, really? Yeah, 1899. He would be, just think he, today, if he were still alive, he'd be 123. Uh, no, 124. Uh, moved to Chicago in 1919, then became a notable crime figure and gangster. He played large parts in gambling, alcohol, prostitution, rackets. That's all legal now in Missouri. Prostitution <laughs> oh, is not legal. Just wait. Wait a couple more years. Prostitution will be legal. Yeah, I'm, then we'll I'm have telling you. like Oklahoma City does. Once again, Shelly Barr, you've lived, you've lived most of your life in St. Louis, correct? Um, my entire life with the exception of going to school. Okay, let's go back to when you were 25. And some guy is on the radio saying, oh, I can see the future. In Missouri, they'll have legal casino gambling. You'll be able to play the lottery. You'll be able to buy marijuana. You'll be able to just walk into a store and buy marijuana. You go like, this guy's on acid. You know, this guy's... It, it actually this guy's, bothers me. This guy's tripping, man. There's no way that's going to happen in Missouri. You know, yep. This is the buckle of the Bible belt. You know, we got Branson. We got, you know, we got Joyce Myers. We, we got all those people. There's no way... Dollar. No, he's not. He's in Georgia. There's no way in the world that we're going to have legal gambling. We're going to have, you know, uh, the lottery. And we're going to have people being able to go into a store and buy marijuana over the counter. Not possible. God, it happened. It happened. Crazy times. Okay, we have to never take... say never. What you most resist, you become. Well, you know what's so weird about this is that see, when I say legal prostitution, I- I'm telling you that's next. Oh, it is not. Yeah, Stop I'm t- it. I'm telling you it's next. There. <sighs> what here, here's what's going to happen because once again. The, the, the Republicans complain about this all the time. The Missouri Constitution is so easy to change. Okay, well, you know, they sort of let the, the marijuana thing slip by. But you know why they did that on purpose? You call up Bill Eigel, oh, he won't answer my calls. But I bet you if you called him... Did he, you know he's... Running for governor, I know. I, I mean, know, if, I'm if, like... If you injected him with sodium huh. pentothal, you know why they didn't protest against against the marijuana, marijuana uh, amendment to the Constitution? You know why they didn't protest against that? Because they were all stoned. No. <laughs> Who's they? The, the, the re- conservative Republicans. Because oh, okay. of the fact it gave them the chance to get it into law and they didn't have to touch it. You know what I mean? It was just point we're like, hey, we, we, didn't, we couldn't do anything about it. It was a constitutional amendment. But yet every session they talk about changing because all it takes is somebody with a bunch of money you know, a bunch of money. Hey, we're going to run a, a constitutional amendment campaign. A bunch of money. They hire all these people to to do the, you know, the stand in front of the post offices. Hey, ma'am, would you like to sign this petition? We're going to legalize prostitution in the state of Missouri. Oh, I'll be more than happy to do that. That way my husband won't bother me anymore. Um, <laughs> did I just say that? <laughs> anyway. Wow. <laughs> no. So then they then you sign the petitions. Then, then. You know, then they spend, you know, $10 million uh, on TV ads, and everybody goes out and votes for it, and the politicians go, hey, we had nothing to do with it. We, we, not our, we, it was an amendment. But yet, every year, they bring up a bill to change the voting level from, from majority, essentially like, you know, one vote over 50%, to like 60% or two-thirds, 66 and two-thirds, and it never goes anywhere. 
Why is that? Because they... If they would have slid it in on the marijuana bill, it would have went somewhere. <laughs> no, it wasn't. There wasn't a marijuana bill. That was a constitutional amendment. That's the whole oh, point. okay. It never went through. But do you hear him complaining? Do you hear Bill Eichel saying, well, I don't... I, you know you know why nobody's complaining? Because they're going to make money off of it. Oh, yeah. You know, they're all going to get... You know, they're making shreds well, of money. They're going to get the tax revenue off of it. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean... Embrace it. Come on. Hey. Let's just make sure that you... You've got a nice... When, um, when we met with those folks from O'Fallon, remember? They were like, yeah, yes. we, we're all for it. We're all for the marijuana thing. Remember that? Yeah. I'm going like, I do. what? Yeah, we're all for it. We think marijuana's good. Okay, tell your police department that because they keep arresting people with a couple joints in their car. You know what I mean? Okay, we got to take a break. It's 648. It is BS.show. I'm Shelly. She's Brad. 653. Everybody talks. We're talking right now. Right, Shelly? We are. There's something that's happening that's bothering me. Okay. It's at one of my favorite fast food places. Uh-huh. You know what that is? And by the way, um, Mike Otten said, check behind all your pictures and on your staircase. I did that. <laughs> were there pictures still left up in your house when you bought it? No, but there were plants, and I went through all the dirt. You went through all the dirt? No, Brad, I didn't. <laughs> I was just saying that. So there were no pictures on the walls? No. No false steps on the staircases, anything like that. You know, we're no, because like... there's actually the staircase actually on the underside of the staircase is um, a stairwell. Okay, so there's no hidden spots where this this hidden this hidden safe is. Uh uh-uh. uh Okay, okay. Going back. To I mean, those... literally, we have torn this house apart at least twice. You know what? There's what? some there's some real estate agent going. You know, I told the bars that there was a hidden a hidden safe in their house. They've probably torn that house away, apart for twenty years, <laughs> right? Wilma, is that right? <laughs> what? What is what? Her name is Wilma. Wilma? Yeah, she's the one that sold us the house. Wilma, she's married to Fred. No, that's not his name. Fred Flintstone. Yeah, Wilma Wilma was his wife. Don't you remember? Wilma! She is not Wilma. Wilma, Wilma. You said Wilma. Her name's Wilma. There's only one Wilma in the world, and that's Wilma, Wilma's Flintstone. That's not true. There's two. <laughs> no, there's not. Okay. Anyway, going back to the deal with one of my favorite fast food places, Culver's. You know what they're doing? What? They should be, they should be thrown out of the fast food business for this. What are they doing? They're switching from Pepsi products to Coke products. That's a huge deal, actually. I mean, it really is. There's an article that the smartest woman in the world sent me out of NBC News in Chicago. Uh, if you don't know what Culver's is, Culver's, and Culver's is mainly in the Midwest. It came out of Wisconsin, I believe. I think they have like 800 stores now. It's got to be a fairly large chain. Nowhere near, nowhere near as large as like Mickey D's or Wendy's or, or, or you know places like that. But still, you know, a major chain in the United States. They call it like a regional chain. Okay, for some reason that I sure as hell can't figure out. They're switching from Coke products or from Pepsi products to Coke. Now, I have to tell you, I love going. There's two two of my favorite fast food places right now are Culver's and Shelly's favorite Freddy's. Okay. Oh, Freddy's still has Coke products. I mean, uh, Pepsi products. You can go get Mountain Dew there and the whole bit, which is good. Yeah, but Culver's gives you an ice cream. A free scoopy yeah, on the kids' menu. I'm not happy with the fact, and there's a bunch of people complaining about it. Because one of the reasons is that when you go to Culver's and uh, Freddy's, 
at least it used to be for Culver's, is that you don't have to uh, drink the Coca-Cola products that are at McDonald's because McDonald's is, has been has had Coke products forever and ever and ever since the day they started. They've always had Coke products. Um, why in the world would you switch? I don't understand that. You know, I really don't. And to me, I prefer the taste. And this is this is honest to goodness. Remember they had the Pepsi challenge, you know. Yes, I do. I still prefer the taste of Pepsi to Coca-Cola. Now, there's two reasons. Maybe you people, do? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's two people. That, Didn't know that. No, there's two reasons that people <laughs> will say I'm biased. One, my father-in-law worked for Pepsi. And when I first met her, when I was dating my soon-to-be wife, and I was at his house one day, he says, can I get you something to drink? And I said, yeah, can I have a Diet Coke? And he says, do you know whose house you're in? <laughs> and I said, yeah, can I have a Diet Coke? He goes, no, 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 I'll give you one more chance. Do you know whose house you're in? I go, oh, I'm sorry, I died Pepsi. <laughs> okay, that's reason number one. Way to make... Uh... An, an impact. Well, perhaps. reason number two, they're a good sponsor in this radio station. Coca-Cola has never spent a penny here, whereas Pepsi has been a good sponsor since before I bought the station for a long time. The Pepsi yeah. bottling company out of New Haven, which has a huge area they cover. Not just, not just you know, people, oh, they're just in New Haven. No, they're all over the place. They're way up north in, in, in Pike County and, and, you know, way, you know, huge, huge service area. And I prefer... If you give me the various sodas, Mountain Dew over Mellow Yellow any day. Uh, Mellow Yellow is Pepsi's version of Mountain Dew. Uh, I prefer Diet Pepsi over Diet Coke. You know, matter of fact, I'm drinking what I've got turned on to is I really like is, and it came out a while back, but I didn't really try it. And I, I don't know what happened to me. I've gotten and fallen in love with it. Diet Pepsi Cherry. God, it's good. Really? It, it doesn't really taste like diet soda. It's like it has a real sweet taste to it. I think that's the the cherry. And I you you can buy it most of the time it's sort of hard to buy in bottles, but you can get in cans all over the place. Schnooks has has tons of it. Matter of fact, I've been buying that and not necessarily drinking diet Pepsi or Mountain Dew. I've been drinking diet cher- cherry Pepsi and man, it's good. It really is. So, I'm a little bit upset with Culver's. Don't know why they did that. I wonder if they got paid off or something like that. You know, Mr. Maybe they got a better deal. Well, you'd almost hate to hear that. You know, at least I do. I don't want to hear they have a better deal. I want to hear they have a, you know, I don't want to hear, no, they're saying, no, we're sticking with, no matter what, you can't make a switch. There's no way we're going to switch. We're always going to st- stay with, with our Pepsi products. That's what they Anytime sh- somebody says we're never going to do something. They do it. Yeah. They're lying. <laughs> right, right. Until, until somebody strokes their hand with some cash or some other kind of, oh, uh, you know what? It's a or good idea. It's a better idea. Right, right. It's or a better gets idea. an idea off your idea. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. We have to take a break. It is 6.59. Uh-huh. It is BS.show, 7.05, a Monday morning. Matter of fact, the second to the last Monday of January 2023. Lots of stuff going on this morning. Um, first off... I have to tell this weird story that happened to me last evening. Ready for this? Yep. You know, I do my own laundry. People go like, what? You do your own laundry? I do my own laundry. Okay. So I did a load of my tidy whities and my socks and my t-shirts, all my white stuff. Okay. So I put it in my laundry basket, take it upstairs, and I'm sorting it out, putting it into my, guess where I keep my, my tidy whities? In a um, milk crate. Exactly. <laughs> you know we do well. All my, I do. All my stuff's in milk crates. Okay. So uh-huh. as I'm digging into the milk crate that I have everything in, 
I'm thinking to myself, man, this stuff isn't dry. I feel it's wet. And I keep, you know, I'm not paying attention. I'm just reaching in and grabbing stuff, putting it where it's supposed to go, put the socks here, you know, tidy whities here, T-shirts there, that kind of stuff, Couple, couple white towels I had in there. Because I do use bleach, by the way. And I do know that you don't put the colors in with bleach unless you use Clorox color bleach. But I don't use that. I use the cheap junk. Okay. So I kept thinking to myself, why is my stuff wet? It wasn't. You know what I was feeling? What? The blood running down my hand. <laughs> I'm going, what? I looked at my hand and I'm, my, my fingers are like, are like wet. And I'm going like, why are my fingers wet? And I'm going like, finally I look down and I go... Oh my God, I'm bleeding. I've got a, a like a hole in my hand right between one of my knuckles. And it's bleeding like not Profusely. like well, not like on to the point where I'm gonna bleed out in a in a you know, if bleeding out in like a couple minutes is a ten, I may be at about a three or a four. You know what I mean? It's not like a little tiny trickle, but it's just running down my hand, running down my fingers, and guess what? What? <laughs> now all my underwear and socks that Our I was sort of, no, they're, they got, they got blood stains all over them. I have to wash so them. So wash them again. Uh, well, but that's not going to come out. You know, blood. Yes, it is. If you get it quick. Blood's really hard to get out. So I'm going like. Brad, seriously? Okay. But I'm thinking to myself, how did I cut my hand? So I go and I got a first aid kit. You know, believe it or not, I have first aid kits. And I believe that. I get my first aid kit, and I open it up, and I put a piece of gauze on it and tape it up. And I'm going like, okay, I have no idea how I did that. Now, how in the world from the basement where my washer and dryer is to upstairs, how in the world did I cut my hand that bad? And I don't remember. You're hand- not going to like the answer. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm up for it. Nope. No, don't tell me. You're going to be a baby about it. No, tell me. Okay, so, and I'll, I'll, the only reason I can tell you this is because I'm experiencing the same thing. So, as you get older, your your skin gets thinner yeah. and more fragile. Yeah. And you probably, if I had to guess, you probably, you know that little thing on the top of your dr- door to your dryer? Yeah. You probably no, scratched I- your hand on that. And probably no. just bumped it just a little bit. No, no, I don't. I don't have a thing on the top of my dryer door because my dryer door opens to the right. It's not like I know what you're talking about. The latch, the latch, yeah. the latch is on the left, and this is on the top of my hand. So there's there's no way. I'm just telling you that's what you did. Well, I couldn't. I would have had to turn my hand sideways and put it into the dryer because my latch is on the left side. So in other words, my I, it was my right hand. So in other words, I would have had to turn my hand, you know, like un unnaturally to the left so that the you know not the that the the not the palm but the top of my hand was facing the dryer latch and the door and i didn't do that i know for a fact i didn't do that because i was standing right in front of the dryer and i'm pulling the things out from the middle of the dryer so i never had my hand near the latch i know what you're talking about don't you have like ring cameras in your basement you know like the video cameras no, not in my basement. Why would I have ring cameras in my basement? I don't know. <laughs> you do weird things. To keep track of the people I keep down there? <laughs> yeah, right. that are buried under the concrete. Right, right. Thank okay. you so much for that. So now I got like a bunch of my underwear is ruined. 
I mean, like, well, you know, I mean, I, wash it. I'm not. Brad. I'm don't ju- let the blood set in. I'm gonna just wear it. Who cares? You know, I don't care. Well, then you, you look know. like you're on your period. Oh my God! Listen to what Jelly just said. <laughs> oh, I'm serious. <laughs> okay. Don't do that. Wash so, it. So, Ew. so I have done this before, but normally <laughs> when it's when I'm working on something, like when I get to work, like on cars and stuff like that, I get, you know, they talk about. You know, they talk about this with people that are like focused on doing something and they don't realize they've just been very badly hurt. You know what I mean? They, you know, they get cut up or something like that and they don't realize it because they're like trying to save somebody's life or they're trying to fix something and they're trying to, you know, you know, you know what I mean? You know, you, there's, there's people that I guess it's the adrenaline's flowing or whatever. I've done this before. Matter of fact, years ago, years ago on one of my cars, I had the engine out of my car. So I, you know, literally had the engine pulled out of it. I was rebuilding the engine and I was sitting inside the engine compartment. I was actually sitting like on the, on the, the front, the front, uh, what do you call it? The front support where the engine goes, where the engine mounts go. And I was taking out the hoses, all the, the hoses, cause I was going to replace all the hoses. And I had one heater hose that would not come off. So I took the clamp off and I couldn't get it to move. So what do you do? You get a knife and you slit it and then you sort of, you know, pry it open, bang, it pops right off. Okay. So I'm doing this and it's had like a long connection and I'm going, you know, slitting the knife or slitting the hose with my knife, my utility knife, and it slips off the fitting and I get it in the leg. And I mean, literally I bury the knife in my leg and I did not feel it. Because I was so intent on getting this 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 heater hose off, and then I get up and I start walking, and I go, "What's running down my leg?" And I look, and I'm leaving a trail of blood from the blood that's coming out of my leg because I just stabbed it with a knife, you know. And I'm going like, "I didn't even feel that," you know. I, and I try. So what'd you do? Duct tape it up? I'm trying to think. I've had to have stitches on that one. I don't electric electric now, tape. I think I think what I did was I think I just. Wrapped it up with a with a. I took my, a dirty bar rag and then put electrician tape around no, it. No, no, no. I you know this is like in my thigh, so I think I pulled my pants down and I got a big old gauze pad and I wrapped it up really tight and I think it eventually stopped bleeding. But I mean, you know, I and I, afterwards it was like, oh my god, that hurt, but I didn't feel it when I did it. Is that weird? You know, I was like, I guess for a minute, you know, your body does, I don't know, sometimes you stick your hand on something that's hot, you feel it right away, oh, that's hot, you know, like that kind of reaction, you know? I don't know. Who, uh-huh. Who knows? Who knows? Okay. We talked about Are this. Are you okay now? Yeah, I stopped bleeding. I got a Band-Aid on it, you know? I mean, I don't know what it was. I literally, and the crazy thing is between my knuckles, so it's lot not like, you know, it, it's my knuckles aren't scraped. It's like literally right between my knuckles, my my forefinger and my third phalange, if you know which one that is. Uh, it's between those two knuckles, and they stick up. And so it's like, okay, they're supposed to protect that area because if I'm going to get something that's going to you know cut me there, the knuckle, knuckles are going to get first. They're not the little valley well, in between. Clearly not. Not the not the knuckle cleavage. <laughs> the knuckle cleavage. <laughs> Is that what you call it? Knuckle cleavage? Yeah, that's what I call it. <laughs> you, get the little no. area, you get the little area between your knuckles, the knuckle cleavage. <laughs> Matter of fact, I have such pretty, pretty hands that years ago, a a a magazine that you know women buy called Men's Knuckle Cleavage, uh, that's the name of the magazine, they came and shot my hands. MKC? <laughs> You've never read that ma- that magazine? Uh-uh. Oh, it's a hell of a magazine. Okay. Okay, here's a guy 
who I like, but I'm thinking to myself, dude, you're a U.S. rep. What are you doing? This guy's name is Greg Stubbe. S- I guess it's Stubbe. Stubbe's S-T-E-U-B-E. Okay? He is a United States congressman. He is a U.S. congressman from Florida. Okay? Last week, he was at home. Okay, he's a congressman. You think he's got people for this. He falls off a 25-foot ladder while he's trimming his trees. Okay. Don't you think that when you get to be a congressman, you got somebody who does your own tree work? Maybe he does that for relaxation like you do mowing grass. Can you imagine Nancy Pelosi falling off a ladder? Because she's a rep. I mean, falling off a ladder are... Or who's the who's the guy? No, who's the guy? I can, I can imagine her getting her ice cream spoon stuck in her throat. The penguin. You know who I'm talking about? The guy from New York. The guy who talks like that. Looks just like the penguin. Got the penguin what? glasses. The penguin. No, you don't he, call people that. That's what they call him. He's a U.S. rep from New York. Which is it's not it's not Schumer. It's I can't remember his name. I mean, do you think that do you think that that Cory Bush? Our own representative from the St. Louis area. Do you think that she's up when she's back in St. Louis? She's trimming her trees. And do you think that for a minute? Do you think that that Blaine Luke Demeyer, our 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 Ann Wagner trimming his trees? Do you Ann Wagner lives out in in Wildwood or someplace like that? Do you think that if you drive by Ann's house, hey Ann, what are you doing that ladder? Oh, I'm trimming the trees, Brad. They got a little bit close to the roof. Ah, you know, I really a hands-on kind of person. No, she's not trimming the trees, but this guy is. And what's interesting about it is he was knocked us unconscious 25 feet to the ground. Guess who saw him fall off the ladder? Who? A UPS. Paparazzi? A UPS driver. If it wasn't for the fact that the UPS driver, because apparently what happened was he hit a, he cut a limb and a pretty big limb, and when the limb fell, it knocked the ladder out from underneath him. So in other words, the limb falls. He didn't just like fall off the ladder. The ladder came out from underneath him when the trim, when the limb he was trimming. I don't what kind of a limb is he trimming down in, in Florida? They don't have trees with limbs, do they? Isn't it all like palm trees yeah, down there? No. It's not all they palm have trees. trees. Anyway, um, he was originally in the ICU. Wow. Uh matter of fact, they have they have the the uh, the thirteen minute nine one one call where the driver, the guy's name is what's his name, the guy who uh, ran up and helped him, Daryl Woody. He reported a thirteen minute emergency call nine one one. He reported that Stubby uh, was an originally unconscious but was awake, bruised up with multiple quote bruised up with multiple injuries on his body, including to his arm and back. He was cutting tree limbs on a Sarasota property. When he, a branch hit a, his ladder, knocking 25 feet to the ground, Woody, who is also a field rep, blah, blah, blah. The congressman is expected to recover, but his team said he spent Wednesday night in the ICU with several serious injuries. They don't put you in the ICU anymore if you're just like you scraped up your knuckles like me. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh-huh. The ICU is when you're like... Knuckle dragger. <laughs> you, got, you got one foot in the grave, one foot in the banana peel. You know what I'm saying? That's when the ICU comes in, you know? And he's, he's expected to recover, but his team said he spent Wednesday night in the ICU that were not like he was moved out of the ICU Thursday afternoon. And he's not that old a guy. Looks like he's probably maybe late 30s, early 40s. And you can tell. That's exactly why he did it. And you know how you can tell he's Republican? Because um, he bleeds red? He said, I give all glory to God for his healing, for my healing. That's what he says. 
You know he's a Republican. If he was a Democrat, he would say, he would say, you know, we're going to pass a law against this. You can't get on a tree a ladder anymore because ladders can kill you. We're going to pass a law that you can't get on a ladder. We're going to outlaw ladders. Ladders are, are harmful to your health. They cause ladders. You know, there's there's people walking into you know stores, robbing places with ladders. We're going to make it to the point you can't get a ladder anymore. Ladder, dangerous but- weapon. Extreme Electrical has ladders, and they're not afraid to use them. Because they know what they're doing. That's true. They, they're they're skilled at that, yes. They can reach. You know, I heard somebody the other day. It's funny because I'm thinking to myself, good old Caleb has advertised this on our radio station for years. I yes, heard. He I heard somebody the other day say, I got this house that has, like, the the lights. It's got, like, a two-story atrium kind of place where the living room is. You've been in places like that. And... I can't find anybody to change the light bulbs, and I'm not, I don't have a ladder tall enough. I'm thinking to myself, dude, extreme electrical, Caleb will send one of his guys, or Caleb come over himself and change those light bulbs. They know how to do that. They do. They come over to my house every so often. I, I, I uh, save up all my electrical work for them. Do you have places where they're really high up with light bulbs, or do you don't have Yes. Any? So, like, they have to have, a, I mean, like, like 15, 20 feet off the ground kind of places? Yes. And so you have like one of those like atrium kind of houses, like got a big open area that's like two two stories tall. Yes. And they have to come over and and change your light bulbs. Yes. Yeah. Do you? And they put it, change light bulbs on the outside. They're wonderful. Well, and you know, then we've got we've got another company that we like, uh, Complete Auto Body, Complete AB, uh, Complete Auto Body. Complete AB. And. What Shelly has everyone, even with a new car, she has to go over there and they have to change her blinker fluid because her blinkers don't work anymore and she ran out of blinker fluid. Whatever. <laughs> I don't even know how to respond to that. <laughs> You've never had the blinker fluid go bad in your car? No. <laughs> Or the plasma put back in my TV. There's this guy on YouTube. It's called Chris Fix. And once again, he's making a fortune off of YouTube. And on April 1st, well, he doesn't do it on April 1st because that would be a giveaway. He does a video every year with all these crazy repairs to cars. Like, for example, he has this car that he's, when you when you, when you, when you idle it, when you hit on the gas pedal, you know, it makes these strange noises out of the exhaust pipe. And he puts the camera back there, and you hear these strange noises coming out of the exhaust pipe. You know what the problem is? Uh-uh. The muffler bearings went bad. So he goes and he cuts open the exhaust pipe behind the muffler. And, of course, he's done this ahead of time. He shows you how he just cut the, the exhaust pipe, and he reaches in with, like, this tool, and he pulls out a bearing. Like a circular bearing that's like uh-huh. almost the inside, and then he, he he has a box that he has faked, and it says you know, it looks just like something you buy, like an AutoZone or something like that, and it has a brand name on it. It's got a logo on it. It says muffler bearing. It has a part number on it. So he pulls out the old bearing, and then. Puts in the new muffler bear muffler bearing, puts it into the exhaust pipe, and then puts a a a clamp like a like a almost like a patch kind of clamp where you can do that where you can if you have a a bad spot in your exhaust pipe you can buy these things that clamp over the bad spot that bad spot that you know clamp it off anyway he puts that on then he starts the car up and he you know hits the accelerator and the noise is gone 
And, and then he also says, well, as long as we're fixing things, we might as well check the blinker fluid. And he goes through the whole thing, and he's got, like, this bottle that he Did put, he do the framister? He's got fake labels on the bottle that's, like, you know. That's so funny. So, this blinker fluid. And, and let me see if I can find it. And he gets, like, hold on, let me see if I find, find that one. It gets, like, millions of views. Now, there's probably people, probably 95% of the people who are watching that go like, oh, man, we know this is fake. But there's probably 5% of the people that That's go... That's probably true. ...that go like, oh, I didn't know that muffler bearing. Chris, uh, Chris Fix. Let me see. I just Sir Fix-A-Lot. Chris Fix, muffler, M-U-F-F-L-A-R. Sir Mix-A-Lot and Sir Fix-A-Lot. Muffler bearing. Here it is right here. Okay. How to replace a muffler bearing. Okay. 2.8 million views. <laughs> wow. Yes. And he, he, he shows it on. He I de- wonder how many people looked at that and go, this is such BS. And then the other people go, oh, my God, here, I hold, never knew here, that. Here, hold on, here, that hold explains on. a lot. Hold on a minute. You don't believe me. Here, hold on. Let me roll it back a little bit. Oh, I'm going oh, to roll back. No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play the audio. because Now it's an ad running. Okay, hold on a minute. Let me see. It's an ad for Honda's. Uh, she doesn't go through the water. For who? Honda. You know, Honda SUVs. Of course, most people oh, I buy... I thought you said Honda. Most I'm people like, buy a Honda SUV. Never. This hold isn't on. the normal V8 hold Rumble. On. We should yeah, be hold, hearing. This. The exhaust sounds like it's from a mail truck, which, by the way... Little fun fact, the muffler bearings in mail trucks and even some Hondas are defective right out of the factory, which is why they almost always sound like this. <laughs> now, not only is it embarrassing to drive around with a bad muffler bearing... But you can damage your exhaust, so you want to make sure that you replace your muffler bearings as soon as possible. And another thing, if your mechanic tells you that he needs to replace the muffler bearings, find a new mechanic because he's ripping you off. You could easily replace the muffler bearings at home using common tools. So after you're done watching this video, be sure to share this with your friends because I hate seeing people get ripped off. So how do you know if the muffler bearing in your car is bad? We already talked about the most common symptom, which is a raspy Honda exhaust sound like this. <laughs> Sounds like a Honda. <laughs> you don't want that. It does sound like a Honda. <laughs> you might also see some smoke Those coming out of your riders. exhaust, which yeah. could indicate the bearing is burning up from exhaust friction. And finally, <laughs> to verify 100% that the muffler bearing is bad, you need to grab some soapy water and go under the car and look at the exhaust. And now that we're under the car, the front of the car is that way, the rear of the car is that way, a common misconception is that muffler bearings are located in the muffler. And that's just not true. They're located between the muffler and the catalytic converter, which is right there. So this stretch of pipe right here. And you can see we have a dual exhaust. We have an exhaust pipe here and an exhaust pipe on the other side. So there's actually two muffler bearings. So at this point, we're not really sure if there's only one muffler bearing that's bad or if there's two that are bad. So to figure that out, grab some soapy water, spray down the exhaust, and then start up the engine. Now we just want to inspect and look for any bubbling, and this sticks out like a sore thumb. So the driver's side muffler bearing is bad, and if we take a quick look on the passenger side, that muffler bearing looks fine. So there's our ba- Oh my god. I can't believe people aren't mad at him for that, because that sounds like something you would do. Doesn't it sound like for real? Doesn't he make it sound yes, like- Yes, it sounds like something you would do, some kind of little trickster. It totally does. Do you not agree? He he gets a sawzall. It's pretty funny. He gets a sawzall, cuts the exhaust pipe. I don't run the whole thing. 
cuts the and he, and then he, and then he, he he after he cuts the exhaust pipe he changes to a different angle because what he does is he sticks a bearing a bearing that's all torn up like he got out of something else this like looks like it you know, went through World War World War Two he sticks that in the exhaust pipe and then then he goes back to filming and he goes oh no, let's separate the pipe oh there's the muffler bearing and he pulls it out with like a pair of like a pair of needle nose pliers they go oh yeah uh-huh. look at look at that bearing it's in bad shape it's all torn up and he says okay now let's put here's the new muffler bearing and he pulls Shame it out this, on him. this box that's got a, a you know that's got a, a label on it. it looks like a real product muffler bearing you know i mean it's got you know part number on the whole beard so can you imagine see now that's the kind of thing see if i sat there and watched that thing and probably believed it yeah. kind of because it sounds like something you would say or yes. do i would be furious you'd be mad I would. You'd be mad if I told you, Shelly, you need to go get your muffler bearing fixed. <laughs> if I went to, the, to um, Complete AB or Salt River Automotive, if I went there and said, I think my, I think it's my um, muffler bearings. <laughs> now, what do you think they're going to say? Well, if you went to Complete AB, they'd say, ma'am. I don't know how to tell you this, but you've been the victim of a fraud. Someone has told you something that's not true because there is no such thing as a muffler bearing. Now, if you went to any other place, they go, ma'am, oh, you know, we can get you in uh, this afternoon at 3 o'clock. And uh, that's sort of a tough job. Usually the book says it's about a three and a half hour job. Um, going to be about $195 plus the parts. Labor is going to be about 195 parts. are going to be the muffler bearings are expensive. Matter of fact, they've been in short supply. We have to check. We may have to have one flown in. That That would be the way you'd go if you didn't go to complete A.B., if you went to complete AB, they'd sit you down and they'd say, ma'am, you know, there's some nasty people in this world and you've just been hoodwinked because there's no such thing as a muffler bearing. Hoodwinked, get it? <laughs> hoodwinked. Oh, yeah. They, they took their hood and they, they opened it up a couple times. That was That's hoodwinking, right? Yep. Okay. <laughs> Don't even think about it. Oh, brother. by the way, oh, I have some new ones. Oh, my God. I've got some new ones. Hold on a minute. I got some new ones, which I got just yesterday. John, you did not. John, no, no, not from you. John Kennedy has, has the light of John Kennedy has, has shown on me, okay? Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> okay. Here, let me just play one of the four, and we'll pick up the, the other three when we get back. Okay, ready for this one? Uh-huh. Are you ready for this? So everyone should take their meds and chill. He That's is true, they a should. United States Senator from Louisiana. And his advice to everybody? So everyone should take their meds and chill. Okay, we're going to take a break. We're going to take our meds and chill? We're going to take, take our meds and chill and take a break. 729. Yep. It is BS.show, 734, a Monday morning, 23rd of January. How to give you the 23rd already, Shelley? What happened to the month? Seems like it just slid on right, right by, did it? What do you think? I don't know, Brad. I don't know anything anymore. <laughs> what happened to Shelly? Okay. <laughs> Shelly. Do I need to call her? Did she disappear on me? No, that's still up. I don't know what's going on. Let me give you a quick call. Uh, three, one. You don't have to call me. Okay. I was just busy drinking my Coke products. What? Yeah. You're not supposed to say that. 
Oh, I'm sorry. Pepsi products. Remember? <laughs> really sorry, not sorry. I'm, <laughs> I'm mad at Culver's because they're switching from Pepsi to Coke. Okay. John Kennedy. Okay, you heard this. You heard the first one I played. This is the first one. Okay, here he goes. So everyone should take their meds and chill. Okay, how about this one? Uh, must still be living in their parents' basement. <laughs> yeah, failure to launch. Okay, how about Hello, this? Hello, what how, is it, Hunter? How about this one? Google may have to lay off up to 25 members of Congress. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Did I chop that one off the end? Google may have know. to lay off up to 25 members of Congress. Oh, I did. I chopped the end of it off. How did I do that? It's Congress. It's Congress. No, he's, the S is gone. Here. Google may oh, have Congress. to lay off up to 25 members of Congress. I have to go back and fix that one. Okay, and then there's, this is my favorite. I don't know if you know this or not. He called one day when he called wa- you. Yeah, he called one day and he uh-huh. thought he thought when he called my number, he thought it was your number. And I doubt that. He's been listening to the show, and 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 he says he says, "Is this the BS show?" I go, yeah. He, I go, is this Shelly? I go, yeah. And he says, congratulations, butthead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, because you say this is Shelly and she's Brad. <laughs> oh. <laughs> congratulations, Did you tell him we voted butthead. for him? <laughs> we didn't vote for him because he's in Louisiana. He's not our exactly. senator. Exactly. <laughs> oh. Congratulations, butthead. That was on that was on Fox News. <laughs> He's saying those things. All four of those are from he goes he if you know who he is, he's this guy. He sort of sounds like Mr. Haney from Green Acres. He does. He's got that sort of voice like that. Well, what was what was the name of of of, of Mr. and Mrs. what was her name? Were Oliver. The, Oliver. Or, yeah. Yeah, Oliver. And what was her name? What was her What was her name? Yeah. <laughs> but I can't even remember if it was Jaja or Ava. <laughs> he, he's just like, he, he sounds like, it's Mr. Haney. Congratulations, butthead. <laughs> uh, must still be living in their parents' basement. <laughs> anyway, he says. Hunter Biden. There you go. <laughs> no. oh, oh, Lisa. Failure Lisa, to Lisa lunch. was her name. Lisa was her name. What was her last name? The smartest woman in the world Ooh. says Lisa. Uh, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> she's. Lisa, that was that was her name in the show. Her name was Lisa, and his name was Oliver, but I can't yeah. remember their last name. Remember the beginning of, New York is the place I want to be. There is the place to be. Take Manhattan, get Kimmy that country. No, he said, take Manhattan, get Kimmy in that countryside. Hold on a minute. Bravo, Brad. Way to ad lib. Oh, the Douglases. That's right. Lisa and Oliver Douglas. Mr. Haney was always over there selling them stuff. You know. <laughs> okay. Hold on a minute. <laughs> we got to find it. I'm going to get in trouble for probably playing copyrighted music or something. Here, let me look, look at it. Um, Green Acres theme. Hold it. Okay. Here we go. G-R-E-E. Acres. Theme song. Okay, hold on. Here we go. Okay, ready for this? Raise a toast. Uh, I don't want to add. Taste I don't want Ritz crackers. Crunchy chip. <sighs> they don't advertise in our station. Don't get Ritz crackers. So it was Ava. Ava Gabor, yes. Starring in Green Acres. 
Lions of Life. Keep Manhattan, just give me that countryside. The chores. The stores. Fresh air. Times Square. You are my wife. Goodbye, city life. Green acres, we are there. What a great show. <laughs> it really was. <laughs> do you do you know now here we go again. Here's a whole and what's his name? Eddie Arnold's that was his name, real name? Eddie Albert. Annie Albert. Do you know the story behind him? No. He's like a World War II hero. Is he? Yes. Here, I There's mean, a lot of those older stars I, that I know. are World War II like, heroes. A- Clark Gable. Eddie Albert. Well, like the one we talked about before was was Mr. It's a Wonderful Life, Jimmy Stewart. I mean, yes. he was a bomber pilot. Matter of fact, he flew yes. he flew all the way into the and, and he was like retired as a general in the Air Force. He flew a bombing run in Vietnam. The guy was a bomber pilot. I don't know how many missions he had over Europe in in the 40s, you know, in World War II. And he and he then he was hold on, Eddie Albert. Okay, Albert, an American actor, activist. He was twice nominated for an Academy Award, blah, 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 blah. Uh, da, 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 early life, Hollywood blacklist. He was uh, early life, career. Uh, when he was one year old, his family moved career. Uh, he graduated Albert and Barkman business career after the stock market crash in 1920. Left him essentially broke, blah, blah, blah. In 1930s, he performed in Broadway, stage production, uh, early television. He's on here. Broadway 38 military. Prior to World War II and, he, and before his film career, Albert had toured Mexico as a clown and high-wire artist with Escalante Brothers Circus, but secretly worked for the U.S. Army Intelligence. He was a secret agent photographing German U-boats in Mexican harbors. Can you believe this? He was a secret agent. On September 9th, 1942, Albert enlisted in the United States Coast Guard and was just charged 1943 to accept an appointment as lieutenant in the U.S. Naval Reserve. He was a started awarded the Bronze Star with Combat V for his actions during the invasion of Tarawar, Tara, Tara, Tarawa, T-A-R-A-W-A, in November 1943, when, as the coxswain of his U.S. Navy landing craft, he, rex- he rescued 47 Marines who were stranded offshore, supervised the rescue of 30 others, while under heavy enemy, enemy machine gun fire. Holy cow! The guy was a spy for the U.S. Army, and then he gets, he's, 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 he's in combat... And he rescues 47 Marines, uh, supervised 30 others under machine gun fire. See, I'm telling you, that's the problem with our current crop of heartthrob actors, okay? They're all wimpazoids. Hi, I'm, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, I'm a nice guy. I own a cellular company, and uh, I'm a really funny guy. No, we need these kind of guys back. We need guys who are like macho men. You know what I'm saying? I do. <laughs> I mean, tell me. I really me, do. I, I completely. Tell me anybody. Totally get it. Tell me anybody who's in a TV show now who has the record this guy has. Nobody. You know, I mean, see, what's crazy about it is he had a, a, a bronze star with a, you know, with a, with a combat valor. You can get a bronze star and there's what they call the V, which is essentially a combat award. Okay. My dad had three of them. And we never knew about it until he died. My brother 
got his records because we need the what is the DD two fourteen to uh-huh. you know bury him on all that kind of weird stuff. You got to yes. you know military military honors stuff like that. My dad had three bronze stars with combat V's. You know, I'm going like never knew that about my dad. You know, I mean, yeah, my- people in 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 World War Two didn't talk about it. <sighs> Boy, they they really didn't. I mean, my dad. He was the he was on the first boat to land on Sasebo, Japan after they dropped the atomic bomb. And he he barely talked about it. A lot of those guys he got had pictures that the, they were just covered in white. A lot of those guys got got cancer. Yes, you know, they did. I mean those first guys in because of the fact that they were still very radioactive. Yes, it was. God, things are so weird. And now. people were anyway, we won't go into that. Let's it's go too, back. It's a Monday morning. We don't want to talk to about it. To time when uh, hold on. Huh? It says, else we would be at war and all those actors would be drafted along with your sons and mine. You know what? Uh, Navy for, uh, 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 see, nah. I say again, this whole crazy thing about emasculating or demasculating men, you know, the toxic masculinity. Okay. When the stuff hits the fan and you're in a restaurant. The defecation context, the rotary oscillator. Right. In a restaurant and something bad happens. You want somebody to stand up and like, uh, you know, and take charge. Okay. Yeah. And not saying it's not going to be a woman because sometimes it is, but most of the time it's a dude. Agreed. You know, I mean, and, and once again, there are differences in the sexes. We're wired differently. I don't care what anybody says. By the way, have you heard this, this, this bizarre, weird story about this crazy nutbag this wackadoodle guy they they elected from New York to be this, the U.S. Rep. Wackadoodle? Oh, it just keeps getting worse. It just, every day, it's like, okay, what's going to come out today? And the worst part of it is, what the guy's name is? George, I think his name is George Santos. George, you know, you and know, I will love him. And you, know, him you know what I'm talking about? Him. I think his name is G-E-O-R-G-E-S-A-N-T-O-S. Yeah, that's spells George. By George. Okay, haha, George Santos. Yes, that's the guy. Um, every day, matter of fact, they do, they do, they do, they're now, SNL has all these things they do. He's, uh. he's, um, got four names. George Anthony DeValder Santos is a U.S. representative for New York's 20, uh, third congressional district serving since 2023. The district includes part of northern Nassau, Nassau County and Long Island and northeastern Queens. Okay. Turns out that everything about him is a lie. His resume is a lie. Everything is about him is a lie. Everything he says comes out of his mouth. And when he or, and what's interesting is everybody's going like, well, how did he get elected? Because now, bit days when you run, even if you're running for like county commissioner or our you know our school board president, somebody's doing what they call oppo research on it. You know what oppo research is? I do not. That's when they check into your background. They find that you used to be a woman or, you, you know, that once upon a time you you were in when jail. When I started working for the government, they did a, a background check well, that but, involved going to people's houses but, and seeing if I was okay. Right. But this is a thing where they go and they try to find dirty stuff about you. Okay. So the latest thing is it came out that he used to be a cross-dresser and he used to dress in women's clothes. And he says, no, I never did that. I never, never once did that. And then over the weekend, he says, 
Well, there was that time I went down to Brazil and I dressed as a woman. And they actually have pictures of him. Somebody took pictures of him. He's down in Brazil dressed as a woman. In he was some... the cucaracha girl. <laughs> I don't know what he was, but he lied about it. And then he comes out and says, well, the reason I didn't own up to that is because I thought people might think I'm not a, a, a heterosexual, but I am a heterosexual. And some people might have thought it was I was being a drag queen, but I was never a drag queen. I just like to dress up in women's clothing and go down to Rio de Janeiro and, and partake in the party. I'm going like, dude, you're digging the deep. You know, like, what's that sound? That's the sound of you digging your grave. Every shovel, you know, every, th- every time your mouth opens, Keep you're, on talking, you're digging a deeper hole that you're never going to get out of. Sounds like me. It's like, it's like, what is with people? And especially now with the internet, you know, I mean, they're going to find pictures of, hey, you know, back in so-and-so, you know, like this show. Somebody's going to go back on, on our on our website and dig up one of our old shows and go like, well, you know, Shelly said that she used to be a circus performer, and Brad said he used to be the, the Keebler elf. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's about right. And then my truth height of two foot three inches is going to come out, you know, <laughs> that I'm really only two foot three, and I really am a Keebler elf. And there's nothing to be ashamed of about being Keebler elf. Be proud. <laughs> when you're a Keebler elf, that's something Walk to shout. Proud, that's brother. something to shout from the rooftops. I'm a Keebler elf. I'm proud of being a Keebler elf, and don't make uh-huh. fun of me because I'm only two foot three. And I will wrap you in Velcro <laughs> and throw you against the wall. <laughs> I don't believe you said that. <laughs> elf tossing? No, it's midget tossing. Okay, it's. I would never say that. Stop it. Go watch the movie. The movie. Uh, with, Almost famous. No, no. Go watch the movie, which is really a a terrible movie. It's about a real honest. It's supposedly very very true to the way it used to be called the Wolf of Wall Street. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, with um Leonardo DiCaprio. It's about a real guy whose name is Excuse me, um, I'm sorry. Leonardo DiCaprio. Jordan Belfer, I believe is his real name. And about how he's a swindler and a cheat and he's out of jail now and he's a big star. You know, I mean, how would you feel if he cheated you out of I mean, these poor people, they sold all these worthless stocks to poor people, to retired people and, you know, widows and things like that. And they just I mean, if you watch the movie and the, the crazy story about the movie is the movie was financed with illegal drug money. Oh, you mean marijuana money? No, no, no. True story. The movie was I'm fine. asking. No, I don't know. Money? I don't know what kind of drug, but some guy who was like a who's some foreign guy from like, you know, one of the countries over there, you know, across the the big pond or across the, the, the on the other side what they call it, the the uh, the you know, on the other side of the pond, the English call it. The guy financed the movie with like 50 million dollars worth of ill-gotten gains. <laughs> I mean, he's he's like ripping people off, and it's so funny because the irony of that is He's financing a movie about a guy who ripped people off. So here's this guy who's in real life ripping people off is financing a movie about ripping people off. Oh, man. Well, he has to do something with that drug money. I guess. And he can't put it in a bank. Well, you can, but you got to know what you're you doing. You can? Yeah, you got to know what you're I doing. I thought you couldn't. No, not the legal marijuana money. It's the illegal money that ends up in the bank because they run exactly. it. Exactly. They launder what it the through heck? They launder it through some pizza place. You know, some pizza place that has like two parking spaces makes $40 million a year. You know how that goes. Okay, it's seven. It's seven fifty. It is BS.show. If you have eye problems like I do, go see J.J. Lant, Dr. Lant, L-A-N-T. He is the head dude in charge of Four, visions, uh, four Circles Vision Therapy right there in Highway 
JK. He is literally next door to Lou Fuse Jeep. If you're in the parking lot of Lou Fuse Jeep and you walk north, you will walk right into his building, and he can take care of you. Uh, I have had terrible problems with my eyes. I've worn glasses since I've been like four years old. I had surgery back in 2002 where I had my eyes being operated on, and it's never a good idea, never a good thing when the doctor who's operating on you says, O-S-H blank blank. And that's what happened to me in 2002. Dr. Lant is the only guy who's ever been able to help me. If you have kids especially with some learning issues, they may have some problems with dyslexia. If you have kids who have uh, playing sports who are not seeing the ball or the puck or whatever properly, Go see Dr. Land. He's a great guy. And tall, too. And he's just a very good soul. He's a good human, as Shelly would say. Yes, he is. He's a very good human. Okay. here's Someone sent this to me. This is a CNN article from Uh February 20th, which would have been Friday, okay? Yeah. And the the story, it's CNN. In battle, Republican George... Republican Representative George Santos is strongly denying claims that he once performed as a drag queen. This is a quote. Quote, the most recent obsession from the media claiming that I'm a drag queen or performed as a drag queen is categorically false. He comes out the next day and says, well, I did go down to Rio Rio de Janeiro and dress as a woman and was in the parades, but I never was a drag queen. He was like Carmen (laughs) Merengue. And get this. Okay. There's more stuff. He said he said his mother was at the World Trade Center in 9/11 and she survived, which is not true. He claims he's Jewish, which turns out he's not true. And he as a matter of fact, he said he was Jewish and the descendant of Holocaust survivors, which turned out he which was not true. And and he also says he got some kind of degree from some university what he never attended. You know, I mean, it's like, okay, how did this guy get to be a congressman? Okay, Did they not do their due diligence? That's what I'm saying. The opposition research. He's a Republican. The Democrats should have dug all this stuff up. The de- Democrats should have had like a file folder on him like three inches yeah. thick with all the weird stuff he's done. You know? I mean, For like, real. once again, nowadays, it's real easy if someone says, well, I graduated from Harvard. It's real easy to find out if that's true. You know what I mean? If someone says, if someone says, I lived in, you know, in Poughkeepsie, New York for 20 years, it's real easy to find out if that's true. If someone claims that their mother was, you know, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, in in the World Trade Center and on 9/11, or if they're if they're Jewish and their father, I mean, especially your father's Jewish. I mean, how many phone calls would it take to like some of your father's Jewish friends say, hey? Brad claims he's Jewish. Is that true? And I, what your dad could maybe make two phone calls and go, "No, nah, that's not true." Right? Right. The Jewish people are a close knit group of people. They, they are. They know but it would be the mother. Yes, but he wasn't Jewish. His mother wasn't Jewish, and he's not as um, he's not a descendant of anybody who was a Holocaust survivor. He made it all up. It's all BS. You know what? We need him on the show. You know, shame on him. Why don't you just give him a call, Brad? We need him him on the show, man. He can do more BS than I can. All you know, like he can be out BS me. What I do in a show, he could probably do in five minutes. He could probably say, "Well, you know, once upon a time, I was I was on Apollo eleven. I went to the moon. I walked. I was I was right behind Neil Armstrong as he went down the ladder. Matter of fact, he started trip going out the space capsule, and I grabbed him. How otherwise he would have fallen to the moon and broken his arm? Yep, that's me, George Santos, the guy that saved. Well, hold on a minute." No, you weren't even born when. Well, I was. It's just like Biden says also weird stuff about. He's always saying weird stuff like, you know, like he, 
talks about people that they talks he talks about about some guy on the train because he used to ride the train the Amtrak back and forth between DC and Delaware when he was a senator and he talked about some guy on the train who was always his friend and turns out the guy retired like in 1968 you know like before before <laughs> you know it's like so it's, he was living reliving his childhood I, Aww. remember a couple weeks ago Biden so Biden says he has cancer and in the White what? House he said he had cancer. He came out and said, I am a, you know, you know, people like me who have cancer. Some, I mean, I'm telling you, I can dig up the quote. And people went, he had cancer? And, and the White House, well, he didn't have cancer, but he knows people had cancer. Okay, that's nice. We all know people yes, who have Yes, unfortunately, my mother had cancer. You know, I mean, you know, one of those things. I mean, it, that's not the kind of thing you kid about. Exactly. I guess with him it is. People you know. that sit there and say they have cancer and then... They're a big fat liar. You know what we should do with those people? Take them out to the airport and make them dig in that dirt where all the uranium stuff is. Hey, yeah, now you're going to have cancer. Yeah, now you're going to have cancer. By the uh, tracks. Right. We got to go. We're late. You got two seconds. Oh, have a great day, everybody. Peace and I fly. Eight Happy o'clock. Monday. Have you heard about Salt River Automotive? Not only are we open for business and ready to serve you, we are sponsors of the BS in the Morning Show on Westplex 107.1. Check us out on Facebook at Salt River Automotive, LLC. See you soon.